After entering into the season of ordinary time last week, the church places before us some readings that are very important to the spiritual life, namely on fear. Each of the people in our readings, Jeremiah, St. Paul, and Jesus, all experienced fear. They had to face it, and they were all killed by their enemies. Jeremiah was stoned to death by his fellow countrymen in Egypt. Jesus was crucified in Jerusalem, and St. Paul was beheaded in Rome. They all had to face fear, and they faced it head on. Jesus today says, fear no one. Fear no one. That's a simple but profound advice for us. We are in Matthew chapter 10. At this point, Jesus has called the disciples to himself. He's called them by name, and now he is sending them on mission. And he's saying, fear no one. The great pope of the last century, St. John Paul II, thought that fear was so prominent in human life that he addressed it in his very first homily as pope in 1978. He said to the world, be not afraid, be not afraid, be not afraid. And so today we're going to reflect on, on two different things about fear. The first is, what should we remember when we experience fear? What should we remember? And second is really a remedy Jesus offers to fear. So first, what should we remember when we experience fear? A group of seminarians and myself were going down to Broomtree, South Dakota on a silent retreat, and the retreat director actually asked us a few questions before we started. One of them was, what's the prominent grace you want from Jesus on this retreat? But the second was, do you have any fears going into this silent retreat? So, what are you afraid of? All of us experience fears in different ways. Fears in the workplace, fears in our relationships, maybe in our families. Maybe fears about where the world is going, or if we're aging, or sick, or dying. We all have fears. Maybe it's if you're a part of the McQuaid softball tournament that your team didn't make it because of a card flip. We all have fears. In that first reading, Jeremiah knows fear. He was given a difficult task. God called him to be a prophet, and he had to give a hard message. He had to go to the leaders of Israel, the elite, and the king himself and say, repent, and tell the leaders, you need to surrender to your enemies, the Babylonian Empire. As we can imagine, that would have been a hard task. He was quite unpopular. And so, what happened? The Lord continued to say, go to them, tell them to repent. And by the way, no one is going to listen to you, and everyone is going to hate you. What happens if we had to give that message? How hard would that be? So what kept Jeremiah grounded in this task with all these fears? It was that he remembered that God was his champion, that God was his Lord, that God was his father who knew the hairs on his head or lack thereof. 
that God cared for Jeremiah. And he was going to be with him through the suffering, through the trials, and that gave Jeremiah confidence. Confidence that the Lord was with him. So he remembered God's presence. He remembered. Second, what is a remedy that Jesus offers in the gospel to his disciples? He says, do not be afraid of the one who can kill the body but not the soul, but rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body. What's this remedy that Jesus is offering? It's actually one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord is not to be scared or afraid of God, but to recognize that God is our closest friend and father. It's to cherish our relationship with God above all things. So much so that we're willing to suffer and go through trial rather than sabotage our relationship with him. That I'd rather suffer than leave Jesus. That's fear of the Lord. In St. Thomas More, this last Thursday, we celebrated his feast day. He had this fear of the Lord. He uh, accomplished many things in his life, and he went through extreme trials. By the age of 51, he had written a book that influenced the entire world. It was translated in many languages. He grew in prestige in his career, and he became the um, the highest government post in England at the time. And also he raised a family that practiced the faith. It seemed like everything was going for Thomas More. He had great success. But at the same time, King Henry VIII said to Thomas More that he needed to sign this oath of supremacy, which would actually make More go against some of the practices of the faith. So More had a difficult decision to make. If he didn't sign this oath, he would lose his family, lose all of his achievements, and eventually be convicted of treason and executed. Or if he signed this oath of supremacy, he would be able to keep his family, keep all his achievements, yet potentially sabotage his relationship with God. Tough decision, and he had a lot of fear about it. Yet, like Jeremiah, Thomas More remembered that God was with him as his champion, as his Lord, and his, as his father who was caring for him. And so he refused to sign this oath. Thomas More was executed in 1535, and before that he said the words, I die the king's good servant, but God's first. He had fear of the Lord. And so this week, as we go through our days, as fear rises up in us, may we remember that the Lord is truly our champion, that he knows the hairs on your head, that he cares for you. Let's remember that. And also pray for that gift of the Holy Spirit, fear of the Lord, that we may truly cherish our relationship with God above all things.